Random Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, and uh, this month's special guest, we have uh, Jessica Pope, member of Shotco, Atlanta-based film collective. Please welcome Jessica. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hi. She also works with Critical Crop Top. She does. She has been AD on a number of our projects. Mm-hmm. and She does great props. She 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 does great props. I yeah. never knew how great she I props. was at making fake marijuana until, yes. Yes. until yes. Yes. you need y'all. fake marijuana. You, yeah, mm-hmm. it's very go, go to Jess. Make a really excellent product. If you've seen PYT's web show and you've marveled That's at how they got weed, that guys. beautiful, That's beautiful weed. weed, it was made by Jessica, Jessica using, I think, it. Cotton balls cotton and some cotton balls pizza, and, uh, a variety of herbs, um. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks very realistic. So uh, we're delicious. very excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. So mm. we took a little hiatus. Yeah, we took a hiatus. We had a little summer breaky break. Mm-hmm. Everybody, have, everybody had a, have a good break. I yes. did. Did everybody go to summer camp? I, I did. Oh. I'm really tired after summer <laughs> camp too. <laughs> Comedy went, summer camp was exhausting. <laughs> yeah, Hillary's been doing a lot of stand up yeah. over the it summer. It's been exhausting. Yeah, and I have no nights. money. Oh. <laughs> too many. Too many. You just need to be shows. one of those sober comics, and then nobody gets mad at you. There are so many of them oh, who aren't to... drinking now, though. I know. That, like, also, I've learned that I am better at comedy if I don't have like eight drinks before I go on stage. That I heard is um very helpful. Yeah, I'm like better if I have like one beer. Yeah, <laughs> just one. One half to a it. whole beer. I don't think okay, you should go so into anything dry. that's the perfect dry. quantity for comedy. Yes, for me personally. <laughs> Other people can do what they want, but for me personally, I have learned I am at my peak. <laughs> Half to one beer in. Okay. Well, it's important to know. It's important to know that. If I have a gin and tonic, I am not as good. It's (laughs) got to be a beer. (laughs) What about a glass of wine? Oh, I could probably do wine. Okay. Honestly, I could probably Hawaiian have like, like I could explain. probably have like a half a box of wine and be fine to you walk. You know, up on stage. I would love yeah. to see you walk up on stage with a box of wine and a straw. Yeah. Oh, I, I wouldn't even need the straw. I'd just hold it above just, my just head with it. the spout. Yeah, just open the spout. That would be yeah. good be comedy your for me. Just, exactly. Just, just, you just, just like that. red wine dribbling like down <laughs> the side of my mouth. Like Slap bag I like to hold people's babies on drink. Performance art. Indeed, indeed. It's like a meta on comedy, a meta comedy on comedy yeah. on wine I am drinking. swirling wine around. <laughs> while I'm dying, I mean, so. you have to make sure it's just right. I'm on brand right now. Mm-hmm. On brand as fuck. I, yeah, I whiskey in front of me, of course. I'm hunter proof. Sarah, what did you do over summer break? I went to LA. Oh, yeah. To celebrate my 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Sarah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, you went I, to like Disneyland. I went to and yeah, di- 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 Disneyland and the and Walk of Fame, right? Yeah, you go on the Walk of Fame. Yes. Yeah, you did all um, the things. I did right? lots of LA things with my friend who I met at my job, and yeah, no, it was fun. But that's basically all I did besides work. Yeah. this summer. Well, we've seen movies. Yes, we've watched movies. Yes. Hopefully, we'll get to talk about some of them on the podcast at some point. Yes. Um. Well, I we also worked on Melissa's film Feast. Yeah, we did. So that we was something we did—a short, short horror film we worked on. That is and it was just today. It was uh, nominated for best regional short film at the Ooh. Women in Horror well, Festival. I think it was and nominated- best local. Well, but- yeah, best best regional. I saw yeah. best local, and then I think I saw Indie Spirit Award. Maybe oh, I was thought today. I saw regional today. I don't know. Could Maybe be a bunch I don't of know. Could be a bunch. It's gonna, you, watch out for it, guys. It's going to be good. <laughs> Melissa was our guest on. Poltergeist? That's right, Poltergeist. That right? Yes. Poltergeist okay. episode. Wait, 
Yeah, let's look up that info. Yes. Um, So we worked on Feast, a little horror short that'll be coming at you soon. Where I'm also, I'm, I, I, we worked on set and I am also editing it. So it's both best regional and best indie spirit. Oh, man. Or indie spirit. Awesome. Yes, and best local. So look out for that. Um, And I've been doing some voiceover work. And what else did I do? We did the one minute play fest. Oh yeah, we did, we one did minute do play that. Fest, yeah, which was a blast yeah. as always. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I did do that too. Mm-hmm. Yes, you wrote. Yes, Sarah wrote for Sarah the one minute plays. Yeah. I wrote. Nicole wrote. Yes, there was a I lot directed. of a lot of critical crop toppers writing mm-hmm. writing in the show. I just drank a lot this summer. That's yes, that's what I did. Hey, Jessica. that's important. That is summer just doing God's work. Champion. <laughs> I bet you thrifted a whole bunch too. I've been trying. By the to, way, like, I love your dress. I just want to say Thank it's you. gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So, shall we talk about this movie? Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. So today, this month's movie is Eighth Grade, which uh, is directed, written, and directed by Bill. Directed Bo. Yeah. Um, and I cannot wait to talk about this movie. Uh, before we get into talking about the film itself, let's go around and talk about what everybody's experience was. I guess with Bo Burnham, the personality slash comedian. And or uh, the film Eighth Grade prior to the show, Hillary. Um, I grew up watching his YouTube videos. Like he was born like 1990 or something, like only a year before He's me. So like, again. yeah, August 21st, so, 1990. Yeah, yes. yeah. So like, um, I just grew up watching him on YouTube, and like he was one of my like he was honestly one of the first like comedians, quote unquote, that I like watched regularly. Was Bo Burnham. And it was like because of his YouTube channel because he was like my age and funny and like made videos that were like weird songs. Well, in and the like, format you could subscribe, subscribe to it. You'd yeah, see it all you'd the time. Yeah, you'd see it all like, the time. And like we were the internet generation where like YouTube was like the first, like we were the first ones to like always be on it, you know? And that was the, that was the like site to be on when I was a kid. Okay. So all I've right. like, I've watched him since then and I love him. I love his stand up. I think he's brilliant. Awesome. All right, but and then and then saw the show, saw the movie last night. Yeah, I did, I did. I saw it last night. It's fresh. And mm-hmm. then I came home and watched Make Happy <laughs> stand up special again because oh I was like, I, I was it. like, I haven't gotten. I enough. watched that with you, didn't I? Yeah. The first time. Yeah. yeah. And like, oh God, it's such a good stand up special. So I rewatched that last night after the movie while I was like, I should clean up my apartment for this podcast, <laughs> and I didn't. I just watched Make Happy. <laughs> okay, it's for work. It's for work. I was I was studying. You were studying for work. Sarah. So Bo Burnham has done a lot of stuff. I only know him from his two comedy specials on Netflix, What and Make Make Hat Happy. That's those are literally the only things I've seen of Bo Burnham, and I adore him. Yeah, he is a genius, and that's why I I I wanted to to see this film. But also you saw it when it was at the Atlanta Film yeah, Festival, Yeah, so it right? came to the Al- Al- Atlanta Fil- Film Festival. It was the clo- cl- closing night presentation, and he was there. Was that in – that was in March, right? March, May? When was that? Ooh, I forget. It was, was one of those was M's. Usually, I thought it was usually April. April, yes. April. Yes. Okay, yeah. so it was sandwiched in between those other April. months that I just said. April. I, April. You, were, yeah. you were right in the middle. I was banging yeah. around yeah. You got there. the right month. So he was there. I didn't get to meet him, but I was in the same room as him. That's exciting. Um, wow. And <laughs> – I paid fifty dollars to to be to be there, so like it definitely was a lot, but yeah, um, but yeah, it was great, awesome. And we'll hear more. more yeah, we'll hear more about that during our hot facts segment. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica, yeah, no, he also st- uh, what is it? 
YouTube. He started, mm-hmm. I think, like 2006. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which is right around the time that I was one of those, like, really annoying MySpace kids that was mm-hmm. um, doing way too much with, like, screamo music. So we're both, like, very into, like, the whole internet presence and keeping up with all of that stuff online. And just, I very much connected with it because I also grew up in, a, like, a, I'm, I want to say he's from some northeastern state. Yeah. I where, think like, they're, like, only white people and grow up Catholic. And um, it was just a very specific niche thing that I connected with very specifically that um, I was, yeah, it was just like an interesting thing to see somebody putting themselves out there like that, where it's just you and you have, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to, I was able to hide behind this like annoying MySpace persona of being in this like screamo band and we're all like so cool. Okay, and, like, what's screamo? I'm I'm older than everyone, so mm. I don't know. What it is. <laughs> uh, is that like metal? It's e- it is a kind of metal. Yeah. Okay. Emo, um, okay. I didn't know emo and metal could coexist together. It it becomes mm-hmm. screamo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Screamo. Do you get it? Screamo. <laughs> There it is. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you were in a band. That's like maybe that's Charlotte will be yeah, listening a lot to of that them. Well, time. a lot Probably. of them. It's kind of the way that you get interchange. Like, it's a very interchangeable thing where like, oh, our drummer just dropped off. I was like, I can learn how to double bass in a day. Sure. And then just finished out a tour with some of my friends. I was oh, already this is fascinating. I did not working know this about you. on uh, <laughs> working on their tour as a merch person. So, okay. yeah. Um, just you get thrown into it sometimes. That's That was my youth. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah. But, Excellent just like a really cool weird coming up the same way except for he did like a lot more cool stuff with it yeah <laughs> well a lot I, more socially aware i think you know i mean we all i don't know i think he 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 got he went viral right yeah, That's yeah. So mm-hmm. he, t- kind of he like, also like took a like a break for a while mm. like yeah i think like for a while after he was like in high school and college or something like i think he took a long break and then like i'm gonna be a normal college kid and then came out of it yeah and then made just a normal college kid in the tisch school of the arts at nyu yeah yeah i think i think what was right after he got out of college because it was it would have been 2013 and that would have been like right after he graduated college tell you what that's more than i was doing when i got into college oh yeah for sure some of us ended up just working at a foreclosure law firm it's great well some of us uh worked at a bar smoked weed all day long that was my job it after like college. It wasn't. It was not. It was a good time. Yeah. It was a good time. So some of us still do that. <laughs> you have do things that. you do. You I have do. You art do. you You're make. Very, very busy lady. I just Trees wrote a lot of stream down. of consciousness. No, I used to. I I didn't really have. I wasn't really doing a lot of art at the time. I mean, I was thinking about doing art. Yeah. yeah. Which is different. And I was oh, writing is. a lot of stream of consciousness journal entries after Ooh. I got home at three or four in the morning and smoked a bowl and watched cartoons. That sounds amazing. Like, Let's do like, a film about you. Magic. <laughs> well, I, I think if you went back and read those journals, you'd be very bored. Um, okay. Well, I, so I um, have seen some Bo, clips of Bo Burnham specials. Um, I don't, you? I, I know. I just, okay. So first of all, uh, as some of you may know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, I'm a little older than everybody else. I'm about 10 years older than everybody. So I, didn't grow up with YouTube or social media. I actually didn't even have an email address until I was in college. So um, I didn't have a computer in my house until I was 14. So I would get on and do the chat rooms and stuff, but like I didn't watch YouTube really until much later. So I didn't even know until today that Bo Burnham had been 
that that was how he got his start. I didn't know that. I knew he was a stand-up comedian. I knew that he did musical comedy. I had seen some of his songs. I thought they were very good. Uh, I always have enjoyed him as a comedian, but I did not know that he came up as a YouTube star. So I had no idea about that. Um, I saw this trailer. I thought it looked really great. And I was like, oh my God, we should do this on the show. And then the film came up at the at the film festival and Sarah went to see it. And so we kind of knew we were going to do this film. But honestly, my, my biggest experience with his work was seeing this movie and then listening to an NPR interview with him about this movie on the way here, which was, I highly recommend and we'll put it up, put a link up on the social media. But if you haven't listened to the interview on NPR with Bo Burnham and you are interested in this film, I think it's a really great interview and you should check it out. All right, so that oh, was that our ex- <laughs> that was our experience with the film Eighth Grade prior to the podcast. So let's get into talking about this sh- movie. God, I'm so <laughs> out of <laughs> breath. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so eighth grade, directed by Bo Burnham, came out this year. When did it, when was it, it was released? Why it was released in recently. July, okay. July thirteenth. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I was on. No, this is I good. Was, this like is researching stuff. Her, Sarah has got our hot facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're coming she in has hot the, with the facts. hot facts. Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about the maybe the actors or anybody else maybe that's in the movie? Um, I don't have any of that room. Elsie Fisher. Yeah, all I know She's about so is. Cute. Elsie uh, uh, Fisher. I didn't research okay. the rest of the the names of the a- yeah. actors. I've heard on other podcasts though that she and Bo Burnham apparently have like a a nice like big brother little sister relationship mm-hmm. since yes. making this film and like are already planning to work together again. She was great. She that. was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Like so natural. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear that? On the <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Audience, we're just getting a little refill on the whiskey. Whiskey soda? Whiskey. Yes, whiskey soda. soda. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's just jump right into this film. Uh, anybody have any any burning burning things they want to start with? Anything you're burning? I mean, I okay. <laughs> Hillary's like, no. Um, I guess my first thing that I want to talk about is that Middle school is the fucking worst. That was oh my, my one, too. That's literally number Middle, one. I literally I wrote the same thing. Middle school is the worst. I think I, I actually fucking worst. blacked out middle school. You should I should have. It's the fucking I, worst. I think I have because I was just like, I don't remember it being this bad, but also I'm like such an oblivious You were probably loser. the asshole in were middle school. Were you popular, school? Hillary? <laughs> no, I think I was just oblivious. Like, I know people made fun of me. Like, I found a burn book that oh, had yeah. like shit written about me in oh. it once and like milked that to my advantage to get out of class um but like i don't know i just i think i just ignored everyone who i did i did though because i specifically remember having a conversation with one of my friends who thought she was popular now and i was like yeah not worried about it and she was like i have to go to this party and i was like oh that sounds awful uh do you want to do that she's like no but then i won't be popular and i was like why do you you care though yeah, it's it's a tough thing, uh, <laughs> man. Anything that you could have written into a movie about being in eighth grade mm-hmm. that was bad probably happened to me in eighth grade. I, yeah, oh, like it, white pants getting your period happened. Oh man, oh no. Oh. Uh, I there were like I it got a little better in seventh grade. In sixth grade, I don't know. I just like 
a bunch of other schools fed into my middle school and they all all the kids came in out the jump knowing all of like already all friends i had big hair i had i had i was chubby i was desperate to be loved and i just like could not make friends i didn't have anyone to sit with me at lunch i used to hide in the bathroom at lunch and cry because no one wanted to sit with me and uh in seventh grade a bitch stabbed me in the arm with a pencil Oh yeah, I still got the I still got the pencil in my arm, man. Still got the pencil in my arm. I see. I am for those of you who are listening and don't know this. I'm five ten now. I have been five ten since I was twelve years old. Oh my god! All right, Um, twelve seriously. Big old honkers at the same time. Yeah, and everybody thought I was stuffing my bra, and everybody thought I was so weird for being so tall because I was taller than all my teachers. Like it was just. One complete hormonal nightmare. Um, And so it just, uh, I think I just gave up on giving a shit what anybody thought. Because if I did, I probably would have like, that just, it couldn't have gone well. I tried to get, I tried to fake illnesses to get myself out of school every single day. But my mom was a nurse, so she was not having it. Um, It was miserable. It was like the worst time of my life. Yeah. Middle school. Yeah. No, it ninth grade was when the real shit storm hit for me. Uh, so I, eighth grade, eighth grade when I me. saw it come out, I was like, am I going to be able to make it through this movie without cringing to death? Because I am very like, I, I went and saw it with my best friend and I was crawling out of my seat. Like, I just, I can't look at this. Oh, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of, awkward yeah, but I, I still feel as awkward now thinking about, myself mm-hmm. in those exact same scenarios yeah. as I did when I was doing it. Yeah. Probably oh. even more so now that I am more aware of how weird I was being. Yeah. Yeah. There was like a moment where she was talking in the movie about how she's like, I'm nervous all the time. She was yeah. like, I don't know why I'm nervous, but like I could be alone and I'm nervous. And I was just like, oh, I man. remember feeling yeah. like that. It was just like that yeah. weird moment of like I don't know whether I'm doing it right and like not yeah. really realizing that nobody knows how to do it. And yeah. like, yeah, that's the thing is Which like, I you're still feel at now. that weird age. Yeah, I know. I still I, do too, I think but I'm not still eighth grade like, inside. Like I still yeah. feel yeah. that way inside where I like walk up to a group of people and I mm-hmm. don't really know how to like integrate myself with them. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. That's, I can't, mm-mm. I'm just like, this is what you're getting and like do that weird shimmy yeah. from King of the Hill <laughs> where he's about Please to throw pocket sand at you. Like I am just like, it's coming in because I, <laughs> this, you're getting what you get. Cause if I care about it, I am going to lose my mind very quickly. So yeah, you're all, you're all welcome to this show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever really solved that problem. I think I just learned to cover it up with jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Or drugs, maybe, when I was in college. Something like that. I don't yeah. know. I covered it up with something. I think I got a lot more confident. I don't know. I but care like less when, now, you know, it's but a, I, I care when. less. Yeah. I care less. Or why, just, like, even? I'm because I still feel like that person a lot around of the time. other people, but I'm also just like, you're an adult. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I just like force myself to Other do people it. are looking to you to set an example. Right? Like, it's this just is like, why I'm never going to have children, kids. Hillary? Yeah. What about the children? <laughs> I mean, it got better in seventh grade. I met a girl who um, didn't care what other people thought, and she was like embracing her 
her her love yeah. of being weird and then somehow that gave me permission to embrace myself. I think I was that person for so, a lot of people. Yeah, so yeah. that's good. So then you were like, lighthouse. You were lighthouse for the weirdos. I always needed a lighthouse. My dad, always. Had, my like dad's nickname for me was Nerdina, Queen of the Nerds. Nice. Um, because I'd be happy I just to be that queen. Like yeah. Very much Island of Misfit Toys social circle or just great. a pack of weirdos. And we all had a great time. So fuck yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, I think that's the thing is like I was also one of those people. You yeah. know, like I just like followed the pack of weirdos. So like I never felt alone because like all of the weirdos were my friends. Yeah. Like, I love weirdos, the man. The people who weirdos like, are the best. like I remember like in eighth grade, like <laughs> actually like the pool party scene, like it made me think of this because like when I was in eighth grade, we had like an all girls pool party with like just our like weird girl okay. friends. And like I remember one of my friends asking me what a blow dog was and I was like like, a blow dog and she was like yeah blow dog and I was like you mean a blow job and she was like oh yeah that and I like had to explain to her what a blow job was. How did you know? Yeah how did you know? I I think I was maybe no I don't think it was YouTube because like no like because we had a I was still young enough to have a family computer I didn't have a laptop in my room it was in the living room facing out you know like nobody it was not a secret what I was looking at on the computer um but I think I don't know I don't know how I knew what it was I I wonder if I probably asked my mom I probably did because like a boy said it in school oh, I would and I was never like ask I don't yeah know I, I asked my mom and she looked at me like I was like she was like not talking about that oh nope. I asked my mom stuff I learned like it that I learned it from time. HBO no I asked ah, my mom stuff like that Oh no! Did Sex in the City wasn't on. Um, I oh. learned it when no. someone asked for one, and then it happened. Oh, oh no. No. no! I mean, I was fine, guys. I'm <laughs> yeah, not worried okay. about it. You're, you're like, I was 23. It, I, <laughs> I think it was. Um, I think it was Nikki Glaser, uh, the show that I saw most recently. She was talking about like uh, when you finally realize for the first time like what a blowjob is and that you're going to have to yep. do it one yep. day <laughs> and that every adult woman that you know Imagine has done that. one. Yeah. And if like, that happens to you in a five second span. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing. She was like, most of the time you go through the stages, like surely not everyone does that. <laughs> and then you realize that like, nope, everyone, everyone's <laughs> done it at least once. Yeah. And like, you're going to have to do yeah. it. <laughs> no, I just remember thinking like that is, I am not putting that anywhere near my no, mouth. I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. And then I was like, fuck. It's just like a rite of passage. I thought it was literally blowing air, like, <laughs> like literally just blowing just, air on a penis. And I was like, well, but why is that fun? Like, what's great about that? It seems like you might get cold. I knew someone in high school who did that to someone. Like, she was like, I don't know why you like this, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, man. yeah. Like, I, I also, I, I chose the, the weird kids. Like, yeah. I actually, yeah. in sixth grade, the first week of sixth grade, this popular girl tried to get me to be friends with her and join her group of like popular kids I guess mm-hmm. and I like didn't trust tr- her I was like you she's shouldn't. just trying to like use me or make fun f- f- fun of me or something like that um so I just didn't engage with her and chose like you're like I'm just gonna friend. stick to yeah. being where I like, being I'm sorry, myself we're not the same am. species honey. well and maybe but Kathleen yeah. is she she was sweet and like we're maybe she we're wanted friends. to be a weirdo yeah. I know and like Aww. I feel bad but she was like so, super gorgeous and all of her friends were were mm. pop pop popular and I was just like no because that same year some kids had pretended that I'd had a secret admirer and had like bought me things no. and like put them no. in places but, like look what your secret admirer left Why? for you okay, and I like that never happens to me that's fucking horrible yeah 
Why do kids do that? Kids are know. fucking awful, man. They are. But I'm like, you spent awful. your ma- ma- money on can- candy and gifts, so like, you know. <laughs> I ate <laughs> those candies. <laughs> in your face. No, but like, I was so interested in this movie just because eighth grade was my, truly my last year of being like a kid, of being Yeah, it's like that last, of, yeah. like, yeah. not jumping You're in, because right. I did mm-hmm. date somebody significantly older than me mm-hmm. through all of high school. I actually met him at Warp Tour. This is probably why my mom never let yeah, me how much How much your older. mother never should have let, <laughs> he's four years older than I was. I was, okay. I was 14 and he was 18. Okay. Mm. So um, like that guy in the movie. We'll talk about him. Yeah. No. Oh. No, I dated when I was 18, I dated <gasps> when I was 17, I dated a guy who was 22. Yeah. Yeah. Why See, did my mom then let you me had do that? Some emotional maturity to deal with that. Mom, I hope you're not listening to this. I don't know. When I, you I, were how old? A friend of mine I was 17. High school, 17. dated a 25 year old. You did? Ooh, when you were in high school? And a friend of mine. Oh, okay. No. You know what I hate about 16. You know what I hate about older guys that date teens? They 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 just they think they fucking know everything. Yeah. I feel like I was always getting talked down to. I'm like, what do you know? You're 22 and you live in your mom's basement. Mm. Like, how good can your life be going? Right? You work at Pizza yeah. Hut, for God's sakes. Anyway, sorry, I'm not bitter. <laughs> not bitter at all. You were saying you were no, but it really now. was because like we, we can get into it more. Okay, when we get sure. to that guy in the film. Okay, it that's was good. A we'll very, put a pin in it. Very interesting parallel. All right, we'll put a pin in that. Um, who's next, Sarah? You got something on your list? Um, yes. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is the sloths on your phone. The sloths on my phone. <laughs> no. Um, it was super cute sloths. Social media. Oh, yeah. Let's get and into how it. this is like for me. The thing that stood out the most was that sail away mo- mo- I was mo- montage. Just, I was just thinking that. Yeah, it was a good scene. And it's that just was like a beautiful montage. Yeah. And it's just like it, we all are engaged in that and we all yeah. like get lost on our phones and look at stupid things that don't enrich our minds and that we're doing as a part of us, like a social contract. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, so that somebody else will, inter- I hate in- that I look at my phone right when I wake up in the morning, but I mm-hmm. keep doing it. I hate it though. Like I don't, I, I, I literally let it. I, I need to get an alarm clock. I think. Cause then yeah. I need alarm clocks. I pick up my phone, Yeah, but I alarm turn off my though. alarm and then I start looking at stuff in that. But if the you. power goes <laughs> exactly. out, if the power goes out, then your alarm clock doesn't work. I've tried. Mine has this. a backup battery. Oh, there you go. My one that my dad has had since college that so I still have, that's and should just plug do. into a wall like a fucking grown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, has I don't a backup like alarm battery. clocks. I think they're oppressive. Mine, it's it's very casual. You just wake up when your children wake up. No, I do have to get up at a certain time. But yeah, they wake up at like 6. Or I Elliot mean, does that asshole. I am now programmed to wake up at 7 a.m. every day, which is... It's not cute. I'm not programmed like to wake it. up at any time. If an alarm does not go off for two straight hours, I'm not going to get out of bed. <laughs> Just sleep all day. Like um, I, st- I set my alarms for work at 5.15, and I probably get up around 6.30 every morning. Yeah. And I'm supposed to be at work at 7. So my <laughs> question is like... Never like, happened. You know, look, I'm not... This, I, I, I want to talk about dad... Uh, as his own topic but i i do had i had to wonder like is there no rule about when the computer goes away or like i think i feel like such a loose grip on his relationship with her okay yeah that he's afraid to do that okay Mm -hmm. because i feel Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna have to 
gather the devices i mean yeah. at the end of the night the yeah. devices don't go upstairs with my children yeah. we don't even i don't well, even let charlotte play with the you also ipad have to remember in her she's, bed she's the last week of eighth grade she's about to be in high school yeah. and at that point like when i was in high school my parents were like go to bed when you're done with your fucking homework and like they'd go to bed and i was stuck oh. out in the living room working on my homework until like it's 10 nice 11 o'clock your homework I did my homework. I did my homework. I, I stayed up late and I did my homework. I did, mm-hmm, I did it. And so like I'd stay no, up and do not. my homework. But like if I had had a laptop in my own room, I shared a room with my sister who was still in middle school. So I mm-hmm. couldn't do my homework in there. Yeah. But like if I had had that, I would have been doing my homework in my and room. Look, I don't know on a laptop what I'm going to do when they're that age. Like yeah. I can't say that I would be any better. But I just kept thinking like, is he going to come in there and maybe maybe put a shirt on? Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know. My dad, put a shirt on. my dad didn't my, roll with a shirt. And no. My dad never. My dad has walked around in tidy whiteies my entire life. Just I just like, was it's like, just like what he goes to put sleep a shirt in. on, bro. Like something I've been <laughs> no, accustomed my to my whole life. I thought that, but like my dad wore like athletic shorts. Look, I didn't grow up yeah. with a man in the he house, so I don't do it. Okay, I d- yeah. It was only women until like my when my stepdad. And my mom got married. I was like 15. So yeah, my dad used to roll around like not wearing anything. Either. He's like, I own like, this house. Fuck exactly. all y'all. <laughs> exactly. But like when they're like 13, though, like shouldn't you put yeah. on a shirt? No, still to this day. Like if I go over to my my parents' house. If I like, spend the night at your house, is, is Jimmy going to come downstairs? No, if you're there, no. If a stranger <laughs> is there. If a going to come downstairs he'll probably stay in there. No, no, no. It's like not at breakfast. But like if he's going to bed and making the rounds and saying goodnight, he'll pop, he would pop into my room shirtless and be like, goodnight. Yeah. That's my dad, I would, I my dad would roll just underwear, no shorts just if he was going to the laundry A fact of my room. life. Like, it's something that's always been there. <laughs> I've never even thought twice about it. Me neither. Yeah. Hot facts. Welcome to Hot Facts. Uh, this is <laughs> this is the part of the show where Sarah's going to throw some flaming hot facts at some us. Some sexy details. Some sexy details about eighth grade. <laughs> And, uh, and Mr. Of, Bo Burnham. Yeah, and talk a little bit about your experience because yeah. uh, you went to the Q and A with Bo Burnham. Um, not you didn't go with him. He was like a hundred feet away from me. He was present at the Q and A when yeah. you saw the film at the Atlanta Film Festival. Take it away, Sarah. Okay, his full name is <laughs> Robert Pickering Burnham. That's insane. Like I, yeah, I would, I couldn't name. think to come up with that in a film. Yes. Okay. So he. Um, like we talked about earlier, he first start, started posting to YouTube when he was um, 15. Mm-hmm. And he posted his first two uh, songs. Uh, I heard one of them today on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And he I mean, sorry, posted the them NPR. to share with his fa- family. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. intending to be famous or for them to go viral. Sure. He was like, yeah. hey, let me share this with my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically he plays guitar and... Um, electric p- p- piano um, mm-hmm. and sings mm-hmm. and he calls it um, pubescent mu- musical com- com- comedy it okay. was great though when right. I was a kid I loved watching <laughs> yeah. it like it was like him in like the slanted roofed room like in his attic like oh. singing Shit, away I gotta check it was this great out. Like, we should yeah. post he was this very young on, he was uh, very young, young when yeah. he did it we should I mean, see like, if we can share this on the page he was a freshman through senior in high school when he did he's those he's what videos. I would call a pro prodigy okay. yeah for sure yeah you mean um, like the band prodigy no like no. the you know you know I'm what i'm just kidding okay okay good i was like do I, have to, do I have to define this word for you <laughs> well nicole when being... some of your kids are very smart i know you don't have um much experience Charlotte's, um he actually cr- i know i'm pretty Charlotte's sure Charlotte's he actually right there with um, created and starred in an 
MTV show. Um, it was only on one season. It got canceled. Yeah, I heard but, about um, that. But he wrote a book of poetry. Um, the MTV show, from what the NPR show said, was about uh, was a, basically a satire on people needing to constantly film their own lives mm, like constantly so shoot everything yeah i don't think i ever watched this mtv show but i wasn't allowed to watch mtv oh man you lived in an oppressive household i know i wasn't allowed to watch but yet it. your dad could walk around in his undies as much he as he could wanted. he could we were a very free family <laughs> with our bodies but nope could but not, not with our tvs mtv i like this quote from the, the boston globe that describes his comedy simultaneously wholesome and disturbing intimate in a folksy creepy sore sort of way mm-hmm. yeah i think that's accurate yeah it's yeah. super accurate um and then Strange i'm gonna tell those things shouldn't go together and then i'm gonna talk some about the atlanta film festival okay great eighth grade screening excellent so he brought elsie uh, fisher out with him so she she oh, she she was there as well cool. um and so the, like I said before, this was shot in the summer between eighth and not not ninth grade for her. So mm-hmm. she was actually okay. thirteen when this was shot. Okay. Um, the Gucci thing. What does that mean? Okay. I don't know what the fuck so that means. This was just something that she would say around set. Oh. He took it from her. Like he was like, let's put that in the nice. film. I thought maybe you guys would know. No, it's not. It's I not thought a that it thing. was just like a sign off. You know, like kids say Gucci as like, yeah, okay. You know, like it's just like, are really? you okay with that? And Gucci, yeah, yeah Gucci yeah. is like, yeah, I'm cool with it. You mean, yeah, but like Gucci, okay. b- Gucci is in like the clothes. Yeah, right? yeah, but yeah. Gucci means like cool or okay uh, or yeah, yeah. totally. And so like, that that was that just something she would say around set, and Bo was like, let's put that in the in the film and okay. have you okay. have that be the last line of the of the film. You know, like okay. ha- yeah. Oh wow. Um. So. To create this film, Bo watched hundreds of hours of preteen girls vi- v- vlogs, basically. Yeah. Um, <gasps> describe, 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 describing <laughs> themselves. nightmare. <gasps> I know. I know. Sounds, but he was like, I found the girls' vlogs much more interesting than the boys because I bet. Um, boys talk about their games and sports and like girls talk about their God, souls. Or, I'm already falling asleep. Well, if no, 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 no. About the, the, their the, games. This was what <laughs> he said. He said um, boys talk about yeah. games and sports, and girls talk about their souls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, um, yeah, he he also like before he um, before the film played, he came out and said this film is about the two worst times, middle school, and right now. Wow. And by right now, he wow. meant so social me me media. Yeah. I. I yeah, I guess, but I kind of take issue with that. I feel like I'd rather be a 13-year-old now than maybe, like, in the Victorian era. <laughs> I think I'd rather not, or, like, maybe, like, a you wouldn't, middle You ages. would rather be, like, sitting on Facebook watching, like, all of your friends have fun than be married to a man. Right? <laughs> exactly. Or, okay, like, 13. I'd rather not die of the bubonic plague. Okay. You I would know rather what I mean? be 13 when I was 13 than 13 now. I agree. Uh, I maybe I don't know. I think thirteen was hard then, and it's th- it's hard now. Like they're dealing with some different things. Yeah. Like I think it sucks that I you think it's hard in different can't ways. really get away from school when you get home. Like mm-hmm. people can continue to bully you on social media, but you can turn off the phone. Yeah, but does anyone? I don't know, but that's a thing we all have to learn well, to do, isn't here's it? The We're thing, like though, navigating this new I, I think civilization, basically. I, I disagree with the notion that you can turn off the phone. I think it's a very easy way of saying, like, oh, 
to just like turn it off. Like it's fine. But it's not a thing that you can turn off anymore. It's a lifeline. It's your only connection to the outside world. It is very incredibly vital and it's also to your survival as a person like, now. Could, could you turn, 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 turn off your phone? I, I did. Like when I've had p- points in my life where I felt like I needed to just like disconnect from but things in, in, in my world that were hurting me. I unfollowed them. Right. You know what I mean? But like, see, okay, so here's the thing is, but like as an adult, you have that realization. But as a child who my school takes place online, mm-hmm. my homework takes place online, yeah. my life takes place online, you know, my online. friends are online. My, that, like my friends used to have to call me on a landline and I, I, know, would, call, I would talk to them, you know, but like now they can talk to me over Instagram. You know, it's just like, it's it's, easy to say, turn it off when you're an adult and you know how to cope and you know how to like do other things and read books and things like that. No, no, no. I'm not saying you are either. And I'm not saying I am either, but it's very easy. I think to say that now, but like to look at it through the lens of someone who's grown up with it and someone who has it now that it's never been a separate part of their lives. It's never been a thing that was that came to being when they were. Yeah. It was never something that came into their their lives. It was always there. True. It was there from the time they were an infant when their mom snapped their first photo when they were born on their iPhone. You know, it's been there since the very beginning for them. And like, and they don't have the, I think it's really different. They don't have the, um, but we never had the coping skills to deal with anything that was being given a, Right, but, but I I'm think saying we that need phones to do better are a drug. The internet is a drug, and is it? It is. I'm not. Well, I'm not I don't, saying I don't necessarily that it's a drug. I'm saying that like it's a necessary and vital part of our lives that we can't separate. We need to I learn how to deal with it in a social sphere way. that is now part of our lives that we can't disengage from. I don't think. I think that. I think that par- as par- and I say we because I'm a parent. I think mm-hmm. we parents, people that are parents, need to do better at teaching our kids how to navigate yeah the life on the internet because it is life it is a right. life it is a type of life right in a way like i mean one day we're probably all going to be fucking cyborgs we're not going to be carrying around mm-hmm. this phone in our pocket it's going to be like embedded in our brainstem or something like i don't want to get crazy and like conspiracy and shit but like i feel like in a way this online persona that we all have now this online living that we do this instant access to information we're Mm -hmm. kind of becoming part machine and it's almost like when i send you a text i'm it's almost like i've suddenly got the ability to have telepathy right like i can i can have a conversation with you and you can be in another country now and that's and that is a that is a society it's not Mm -hmm. It's it is a society that we learn need to learn the 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 pluses and minuses of, and mm-hmm. we need to learn how to navigate it and and treat it in a healthy way. And I think parents need because it's been but hard to this point because parents are willing to get on there and be they on need it to. in the same way that their they kids are on to. it. Then it's never going to be that you know. Like yes. you have to, you can't just say I never had that. I'll go out and make a mud exactly. pie. You know, like kids aren't doing that anymore. So to yeah. to do that to your kids and to force them to go outside to go outside and play or to do something else you're alienating them from the community that they have formed. And like, you can't alienate them from their community and force them to go outside and play next to a tree because nobody, no other kids are out there. Well, that's not exactly true. There are kids. Cause so I think that the, that is part of it. I think part of it is, is as a parent saying, no, you've been on the device for an hour. Go, yeah. go read a book. That's no, what I, I do agree. with my kids. I agree. But I do think also there's a responsibility there to teach them how to, how what you put on there stays there forever. And mm-hmm. like, how do you navigate the persona that you have online and how can you make it something that's truthful, but also not so intimate that you're just raw. 
Yeah. You know, like I think that is something that adults need to help shepherd children through. I think I see it in the schools. They're trying to help the schools, at least in my kids, like mm-hmm. trying to help them understand like cyberbullying and right. like, you know, how you should like there are people online that will try to pretend that they're children and that they're adults well, and they're trying and I to think so that's my generation all that was shit. The, I think my generation was the first one to deal with that too because like my parents didn't know how to deal with that and like I talk to adults online all the time on yeah. AIM chat yeah, I did like, too I talk to adults all the time but my I, parents like, didn't know how to deal I, with it I wrote they live blogs they didn't know how to they didn't yeah. know how to find my live blog online they didn't know how to find my MySpace they didn't know how to but, find but my AIM chat you have to know that shit. but that's the thing is we like go and look on my daughter's iPad right. and see what she's fucking doing but I think my parents were like really oblivious to it because like I was coming up when the internet was brand new like they were still using AOL and my parents still are using AOL and it's just like I I think there there's a big difference there between like the parents that we grew up with and the parents that we have now because we grew up with technology to some extent sure and you have to stay on top of it as a parent you gotta stay on top of it because they're doing things that they're gonna be using social media that's like different types of social media than we are but like I I think I don't disagree that right now there's a lot of challenges for kids that we didn't face. Like I totally agree with that. But to say it's the worst time, I think that's outlandish. Like there were times where kids were like working in fucking factories. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, he didn't mean that. Like, I'm not, I'm sure he didn't mean like it's actually literally the worst time, but he said it. And I think a lot of people do think, but I think think a lot of people think that. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that it's a worse time and that we're stupider now because like, again, like you were saying earlier, that we don't read books and that there's a different comprehension there. But I disagree that this is, it, that it's a dumbing down of people, you know, we have we, access we to, have access to way more information I, than we I, ever I don't had. think it's dumbing down. I think you, know? you can still have access to all of those books. Right. And yeah. All of, yeah. All yeah. But I mean, that's the thing is like, I, I don't if, think that in any way it's to. hindering, to, yeah. I don't think it's in any way hindering our ability to yeah. learn or anything like that. Like, I do think this is, we are the smartest we have ever been because of technology and because of the access that we have to technology. And people who are like living in a fucking trailer who maybe like their parents aren't really great at teaching them shit can watch science videos on YouTube right. and learn shit well, that maybe like they couldn't stay, learn stay standing on the mm-hmm. shoulders of past generations and even though we're, we're all the way up here and we probably wouldn't survive if all of it got kicked down and we were back in the, f- the f- for- for- forest, but we yeah. are able to see, are able to be closer to the stars because mm-hmm. we're, I don't know. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I totally wanted to say it. something that yeah. is happening now that at least with me that we didn't used to have in, in, in our society is the, I send someone a message or I can't con- con- comment on something and they don't respond. Mm-hmm. or they respond in a weird way or they I see they're online but they didn't respond and it's like there's that whole like mm-hmm. thing that happens that didn't happen when you were in per- person you could just go up and if they if they like ignored you in person I it was disagree like, I talk I have conversations with people all the time and then I walk away and I'm like oh I said something fucked up and then yeah. I just run that thing over my mind or I'm like why didn't I get invited to that party or like when she said you know I'm busy like is she really busy you know what I mean like it's it's still the same fucking thing I, in I a new sphere. That's how that. I feel. Like I, I like I second guess my interactions with people all the time. I think yeah. people can reject you to your face and reject you online. Like yeah, it's just it's different clear, ways of being I rejected. Guess. I think that again, it's a thing we have to learn to navigate as human beings about like mm-hmm. how much do we obsess over this thing? How much do we take it seriously? And part of it is like, we're like still, a, a, you guys grew up with it more than I did, but we're all, I think still a part of that transitioning into what does this new society mean? And these yes. kids are growing up with it being like much more commonplace. Mm-hmm. 
and hopefully with more support from the adults in their life about how to navigate That's it. True. So I do think that there are a lot of downsides to it. But on the other hand, like there are people in my life that I'm keeping up with on social media that I would fucking have lost touch with 10 years ago. All these yeah. people mm-hmm. I knew in Ch- that live in L.A. and Chicago that I went to school with. I don't I would never fucking keep in touch with yeah. them. And yeah. yet I know what their kids look like. I know what pro- right. projects they're working on. If I want to if somebody wants me to work on something, but we don't know each other that well, they can message me on Facebook and mm-hmm. vice versa. So there's like a lot of pluses to it in terms of reaching out. I don't I also don't consider socializing with people digitally to be not real interaction because people used to write fucking letters to each other and that was considered to be interaction like why is that any different um Mm -hmm. but i do think there is a balance that we all need to learn to strike between going outside and talking to people face to face and making Mm -hmm. having those interactions happen i don't think we can have it all exist digitally not right now i don't know maybe in the future it will all be digital maybe we'll all be fucking cyborgs i I don't know i think it's gonna become i i don't think it'll all become digital i think it'll become more integrated with our human yeah that would be great if like we didn't with our have humanity to look down you know fucking phone but, all. I, would just look I, but I think that's and that would, right I, would not, I think that's more like worrisome a- to me advertisements would come in you'd have to be like block block like can you Maybe? imagine with your yeah. thoughts going like x but out of that I one or a, with your glasses i have you know, a google like drive on yeah. my phone with all every picture that i've taken in the mm-hmm. last 10 years i could never remember those moments with that detail with my brain yeah yeah i can literally scroll backwards and go what did Charlotte, what was Charlotte doing today when she was an infant? And I can watch a video. Yeah. My memory could never capture with that kind of accuracy. Yeah. I'm share. Chris and I are now sharing our Google drive. So now we have two people's fucking memories mm-hmm. linked together at our fucking fingertips any second. And if my phone falls into a sewer today, it's backed up on the drive and I'll just pick up another fucking phone and all those memories will still be there. Yeah. That is mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. That's, I just I just yeah. I'm sorry I went on a tangent but I just like I do feel like it's a little dramatic for anyone not just Bo Burnham but for anybody to say these are the worst times and yeah. it's like no they're fucking not I, totally I don't agree. I'm not gonna die of fucking cholera tomorrow like social media is a complication we all need to learn but this is not the worst times you know what I mean right that's yeah. just how I, feel. I agree yeah. no I agree. I, anyway. I, I, I agree too it was it was a dr- dramatic sure. thing to say something to come out and say to yeah. the crowd to yes. get everybody to clap yeah 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 okay <laughs> okay we what, went way off topic on hot we facts sure we? one we more thing and facts. then I'm hot, done with okay. hot, facts. Okay. hot facts this is gonna be the hottest this is gonna be the hottest fact <laughs> hottest of facts hottest fact every single um cough sigh whatever was scripted I Yes. So. Nice. Nice. That was Every great. Though. Nice. That was fucking great. thing. Was I was scripted. hoping so. I was she hoping made it, so. She made it seem so fucking natural, though. So natural. I mean, so that natural. was incredible. He had to watch hundreds of hours to get the 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 cadence, the cadence right. right. Oh, yeah. great. I mean, that was brilliant. That was, was so really beautiful. Brilliant. And the like, way she would say something and go. <sighs> Like when she yeah. got yeah. flustered was yeah, yeah, just yeah. amazing. Or when she was just like, um, yeah. I mean, like, I think that. It's great to have confidence. Um, and yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like that. It, it's Brilliant. great. It's great. It's Brilliant. exactly how I spoke as an eighth grader. It's exactly mm-hmm. how every eighth grader I've ever met speaks. Yeah. And like, yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Welcome to Plug It Up. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about all the cool things that are guests are working on and that we're working on and let's hear 
what Jessica's up to, what you got to plug. Yeah. Sure. I mean, y'all can find me on all of my personal stuff. Um, Twitter, Instagram, all that is at 100 proof woman, 100 as in one zero zero P R O O F M. I can't spell anything. 100 proof woman. Y'all can figure it out. <laughs> but what I will spell woman. for you is our production company. It's called Shotco. S H O T T C O Shotco. Um, again, all regular social media. Uh, <laughs> And we come out with shorts pretty regularly. Um, we're working on a feature. Ooh, I'm also writing a feature. Um, that I've been in their short films too, not to I, brag. That's true. <laughs> Hillary I is have in, been in yes, yes, we a love... Donna, Donna-like character yes. for the yeah. Wolfman oh and Donna. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Our homage to Wolfman and Donna of <laughs> the greater North Georgia area. Mm-hmm. Um, we it's it's just a really great thing uh, that I really appreciate getting to be involved in. It's uh, I love Shaco. Um, I graduated from Georgia State uh, after completing their film program and immediately was greeted with uh, the reality of trying to figure out how to pay for school or pay for the school yeah. that I had just done. Yeah. Yeah. And um, South Turk started it. He brought mm-hmm. me in. South Turk, who also shoots all of our live sketch show photos. Yes, he does. So if you've watched yes. it, looked at any of the photos from our show, South Turk has shot all of you those. You know, and I, I just... Uh, Except for one. John Fletcher did one Yeah, because, you know, he just can't be everywhere. He can't he's, be yeah. everywhere. <laughs> he's also doing, you know, Bush League comedy and all that. So mm-hmm. um, I just am so glad to be involved with it in any capacity that I have the time for just because of my work. Um, yeah, we are so, kind of a Southern like Gothic some aesthetic. Dark, dark, dark comedy, I mm-hmm. would say. Mm-hmm. Um, where can we watch Shotco? Um, we have a Vimeo channel, and it's just vimeo.com slash shotco and uh, I believe he's been uploading everything to YouTube as well okay. if you're not a big Vimeo user uh, <laughs> but yeah there's a cool. few assorted works on there do you guys have shotco social medias if we want to follow yes on Instagram and Twitter and that's and at, a Facebook at page shotco shotco s-h-o-t-t-c-o Cool. But you should follow Jessica on Twitter because she's super she's hilarious. fucking I'm funny. Pretty fucking funny. Yeah, you should. And you can see all the cute pictures of her dog. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, but her Twitter seriously is a gem, and she tweets all day long. <laughs> I don't know how she finds the time, and she cracks boring. me up all day long. It's like the only thing that keeps me going during the day is Jessica's hilarious tweets. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. Nice. I like read her tweets all day long. Cool. All right. Anything else to plug? No, that's okay. Shaco is You've my main bag. I, otherwise, it's me working with y'all, and I have a good feeling <laughs> that you're going right. to plug your own show. That's so true. Well, we might, I think. I think that, that you know, they'd probably be in your best interest. Speaking of which, um, we're going to be performing in the Good Grace Gracious show on uh, September the 8th. So that's this coming Saturday, for those of you who are listening in real time. Uh, so this Saturday, it's at the Switchyards in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, it's at 8 p.m. So we're going to be performing the show. The theme of the show is Strong Southern Women. Um, it's Patsy yeah. Klein's birthday. Um, there's going to be uh, also, inclu- besides us, we're going to be doing a little set where we've got some of our Southern-themed sketches. Sarah will be there. Uh-huh. Hillary will be there. Uh-huh. I will be there. Uh, some of your other faves. Um, I'll be there as Luann Great As Luann. <laughs> <laughs> Do you lack pants? Um, John Good. <laughs> 
Uh, Laura Myers, Patrick Morgan, Aria Mara will be back with us. Jasmine Waters. Am I forgetting anybody? I'm sure, but I hope not. There are some people in there. I'm pretty sure I, I think that's got everybody, everybody right. That was, okay. Uh, so they'll be all of us. All your faves will be there. Uh, there's also going to be some live music and stand-up comedy. I think Blair Erskine is going to be there. Ooh, Hell yeah, yeah. she's so Blair. funny. Uh, and yesterday was her birthday. Uh, yesterday, as of the day we as were as of the recording, day we're recording, and which happy is birthday at the end to of Blair. So happy, she's so wonderful. B- b- belated birthday. I have a friend who um, still talks about Blair's set. She's yeah. so brilliant. Yeah. She's yeah. such okay, a great comic. Last, they the should also be talking about how she's the fucking best dressed. Yeah, she looks great. Now, seriously, every time. And we sh- we were on their podcast. So we were we were on the podcast. So check that out because uh, they also also the guy who produces the show uh, is uh, the owner of Wonder Shop, which has graciously yeah one of uh, our allowed us sponsors. to one of our sponsors. We've been doing our writers group there. And on the poster, we saw that they have called us Sketch Fatal. I know. I was <laughs> like, I wish I'd fucking come up with that. What a great know, tag, right? Sketch Fatal. I like the sound of that. Oh. Please come check out the show. Uh, lots of good stuff. Um, oh, I see. There's ooh. There's oh. Kate's Club is going to be there. Blair Erskine, Lexi Street, Friday Junior, Nikki Salcedo with more confidence. Yeah, I wish I could. Uh, Cassandra Armstrong. Uh, maybe <laughs> Hillary's like, give it to me. I'll do it. Uh, Switch Shards Downtown Club, Saturday, September eighth, eight p.m. Tickets available at GoodGraciousShow.com. Dope. <laughs> Hillary, so. Hillary, what would you like to plug? Um, several things, Nicole. Plug it up. Um, uh, first of all, we will be doing another Critical Crop Shop live sketch comedy show. That's right, we're back. We're, we're back, back, baby, baby, and better than ever. Uh, November second and fourth in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Georgia, at the Highland Inn Ballroom Lounge. Our favorite Tickets place. Are ten dollars online, fifteen at the door. Ooh, that's right. So if you want those cheapy cheap tickets, you need to more buy expensive. it in advance. Get your tickets online. Yes, we're so good that we have decided to charge more for our show at At the the door. door. So it's still $10 online. Please buy your tickets online. Mm-hmm. And uh, more yeah. info, min, more info coming soon. Yes, exactly. Including more info coming soon as soon as we start writing the show next month. Well, you know, we've got the <laughs> cast. We got the cast lined up. We, we know do. the title. We've got a dope cast. Should so. we? Uh, should we? Let's say who's yet. Say who's, yeah, say who's on the, the show. Cast. All yeah. right. So in the cast, we've got Nicole Kemper. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Jasmine Waters. We've got Aria Mara. We've got yeah. Laura Myers. We've got Brandon Mitchell. We've got Brian Ashton Smith. We've got who else? Oh, Carlette Jennings. Yeah. Um, I will be directing the whole That's thing, right. which so is Hillary's a break from tradition. Be directing, yeah. Usually we have everybody in the cast directing different sketches. Yeah. Hillary's going to be directing the show, and we're of course all going to be writing it together. And I'm super pumped about it. It's going to be great. We'll announce our theme next month and That's our right. title of the show next month, and uh, it's going to be really cool. excited I'll to get come back, back and back do at props. It. That's right. Yes. Oh, Jessica's Jessica is going to be doing props for so, the first time. We're hiring a prop master. Yes, and so Jessica is going to be master of props. Master of props. I can make more fake drugs for you. Believe me, I'm sure there will be. So many sketches. So many sketches. Um, So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, More info coming soon. And. and then just like what else? On a, What's what else is going on? Yeah, what else? like on a so personal just level, maybe, like 
if you want to yeah. see me do stand-up comedy you should you, you can, should you, i still i've amazing. been to multiple shows with hillary and not managed to make it to her set because i perform so late at night because yeah. i'm yeah the I comedy life it's a it's a yeah it's, it's a late rough. night gig but, it's a red eye um, flight you can see me perform stand-up comedy the guaranteed hour really hard. <laughs> just kidding it's not that hard especially if you're not an old woman yes say i perform all the time I'm 27 uh, but i am performing <laughs> october 1st yes at the laughing skull lounge at 8 p.m in atlanta georgia it's in yes. midtown uh at the vortex Hell yeah. so you can go and get yourself a nice little burger mm-hmm. i definitely recommend the potato salad Yum. and oh. then uh, pop on back to the back room and see me perform stand-up comedy at eight o'clock with a 20 other fantastic I I the one on comics peachtree street yeah peachtree yes. and fourth cool. yeah peachtree and fourth i think cool somewhere around there it's come crazy. on down see some it's comedy midtown yes. you should get some the comedy. fried pickles it's delicious yes they're pickle spears not pickle Fuck chips yeah, and it's amazing <laughs> wait they're fried pickle spears fried that pickle is, spears that is unheard yes of. Oh, yes it's a delight though so good and, and like, the, uh, cake, the, like yeah. the crust of it doesn't even fall off when you bite what? it it's, it's incredible so definitely come see me do comedy eat some pickle spears and some potatoes. i salad. mean i'm sold uh Jessica, thank you for being on the show. Thank it you has been lovely you, to have you. Uh, enjoyed talking about these, this, both of these things with you that you will hear more about as the weeks go on, as we continue to talk about eighth grade and then later our lady bits, which you will find out what that was all about bum, bum, bum. when we get there. Um, so we've enjoyed talking with you. Um, please uh, follow us on social media. What are, what are those social medias? That um, we're on? On Twitter, we are at Fem Mistake Pod. That's right. And then on Instagram, you can find us at Feminine Mistake Pod. That's true. I'm going to spell on... my own handle one more time for Twitter. Please do it. <laughs> it's 100PROOFWOMAN. Thanks, guys. I just had to prove I could. I'm so proud of you. Proof <laughs> woman. You know, like 100 proof alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like 100 proof bourbon. So follow Her- us. Follow us all. I on the things isn't your bio the human embodiment of your favorite dive bar absolutely it is and it's my favorite bio of all time nice. um, you should I read the bio that i have um, on our is that, is that gonna go is that gonna go in our uh in our program I, uh, God, oh, I think it should. Okay. you should read Excellent. my shotco bio it's a real treasure God, I it may or may not know. mention a rabid raccoon Nice. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Feminine Mistake Podcast. We will see you back next week when we'll continue to talk about. Rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, though. Yes, please do. Do that. Do that. For sure. Do that. Do that. Do that. (laughs) And come back. Tell a friend. Yeah. Tell a friend and have them rate us. Tell your dad. And and subscribe, even though they (laughs) haven't even heard us yet. Tell your dad. He loves you. That's true. He does. You should call him Even if he is shirtless. Even if he's shirtless and says goodnight to you in the most awkward way possible. <laughs> and we'll see you back next week or we'll hear you or you're Hilla. You're, you're going to hear us. Nicole's it's- drunk. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's just uh, me. Good night. Good night. Good night.